I'm James, and according to the graffiti on the men's bathroom door, I host this podcast. Everybody say old, and I'm Keith. Secret Celebrity Drag Race is back, it's episode three, and if you had told us last week this episode would be better than the last one, I don't think we would have believed you. Oh my god, I don't think I managed to um, sort of fangirl enough over Dustin Milligan during this episode. I, I, I feel like we got we got we got dragged down quite a few different little rabbit holes in what we were talking about, and not enough of them involved just exactly how cute and adorable he is and how he has stolen my heart, uh, Ted and Alexis forever, um, and I will hear it no other way. <laughs> But we were joined by Paul Kinslow, who is an interior design and DIY instaration or insta instaperation insta is it i i don't i don't know what you know you know where i'm going we recorded this episode later than usual so you'll probably hear several tangents uh which i mean is kind of like us anyway so let's start paul Kinslow, secret slavery drag race episode three So thank you, Paul, for joining us. First things first, how have you been finding Secret Celebrity Drag Race so far? Yeah, so I think so far it's been poor up until this episode. I think I was speaking to okay. one of you last week and it was when Vanessa snatched her weave tracks out of her head that I got a little bit of excitement. But then <laughs> I suppose this episode like redeemed it a little bit for me, I suppose. Yeah, I've kind of felt it's been on and up. Like I thought, you know, I kind of thought last week would have been the peak. We were kind of, you know, rubbing our, dusting our hands off at the closing of last week's episode being like, we're not going to get any better than that. So I was very uh, happy to see Alex Newell, who I knew. And then Ted from Schitt's Creek walk in. I was so excited. yeah. So handsome, isn't he? (laughs) Tizzle jaw for the gods. I'm not Even when he was doing his, you know... I just normally get the good-looking, strong, leading man roles, and I hate it. <laughs> I actually had sympathy for him. I don't know how he did it. Who are you getting paid so much I, money? I With this episode, I think it was the first of the, the series so far that I'm actually like, this was a good episode of Drag Race. Like, there was interesting yeah, totally. stories in the first one about the straight men doing drag. There was It was, like, excited to see Vanessa Williams last week. But this is the first one where, like... The challenge was good. The lip sync was good. And like, it felt like it was a bit more in a stride. Yeah. And they got into the race, like the actual, like the challenge of it. And yeah, I, I was, I was really impressed with this one. Now I had to say yeah, yeah. it was nice to know more than one person. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, so they must be on a budget because they had Bob back a second time. Oh my for- God. I'm like, come on. But I understood because it was a roast. But I, as yeah. towards like Nina West and, I didn't know Kim Chi was so shady. Oh, she's a she's a really shady queen. She's hilarious on like Twitter and Instagram. She is she's cruel and evil, and it's very funny. Yeah, I never I never seen that side. Like I seen a few digs when she in her season, but I I wasn't like she she was really good. I, I was yeah I was so impressed yeah. with her in her season. Yeah. I think she did a good job of playing up the shadiness, but also like the vulnerability. Like I thought she really got to totally. like her a lot. Yeah, whereas yeah. this was all like steel wall kimchi. <laughs> total total steel wall kimchi. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved her f- fatter feminization when she came yes. in. Like that was yeah brilliant. She had she had two of the best lines of the um of the seat of the of the episode when she said to RuPaul in her roast bit. Oh, congratulations on the talk show. It's going to be yeah. a great season. I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair. I know. Oh. Yeah. And even going over to the other contestants and basically just telling I them know. they're going to be rubbish. Like, so <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> so I was I actually happy to see Bob again because I kind of feel like once you're a winner, you don't get invited back to do all stars and stuff like that. And like, yeah, I know true. he is doing the pit stop, but like I think he has a great mixture of like being really good at the challenges, but also being really endearing, and he can also turn it into a teaching moment. So I mean, I'd be happy yeah. to see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I suppose there's a lot of people aren't fans of Bob, but I have been a fan of him, and purely because like. Yes, he wasn't a glamorous, fishy queen. He was a funny comedy queen who could do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I think when when you see so many seasons, you just have to like go with what they're good at and don't yeah. start trying to paint them into a fish queen. Or the, do you know what I mean? Mm. I I really enjoy Nina West. But... She reminded me of you, James, when she was still trying to flag that eleven eleven legendary pun she was going for. Thank <laughs> you and your whoopee crushing last week. It's like find something you think is funny and just hammer it home until people like it. Hey, come on! I was whoopee crushing Nina West. Make it stick. <laughs> like she's good. Like, uh, but she's good. I I would have rather see some other people. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. That's my but take Justin on her. Justin loved her. I suppose. L- but loved he's a her. kind Canadian, but, so like, he wanted a kind. Know, yeah. <laughs> and she's a kind drag yeah. queen, so I mean. <laughs> she is. Like, I know Monique Hart is calling herself, like, the heart of season Absolutely 10 or whatever, not. but I feel like Nina West is, like, actually just the heart. Totally, of and queen. she was Miss Congenial, like, 100%. Yeah. Mm. But the storyline about, like, the, like, oh, this is my date with Dustin, oh, I was getting hands-on with Dustin, I was getting my hands in with Dustin... It was. It just. Yeah. It felt like a little creepy. <laughs> but then, even on Twitter, bit. she tweeted like "best first date ever," and then like tagged Dustin in it. So I mean, she was she was sticking to it. <laughs> I feel most homosexual people can relate to getting like a tiny bit drunk and flirting on straight guys or girls in the hope. No, <laughs> you could turn the hope, the wish, <laughs> and the five candle bliss. <laughs> <laughs> So I think maybe that's what Nina was doing there. Like, oh my god, Justin likes me. Let's just try every uh, avenue yeah. I have going. Even though was is he married? Was he wearing a wedding ring? Yeah, I think I clocked a, a ring now. I yeah, don't think, I think he's. So. I think he's definitely got a girlfriend. No, he wouldn't be engaged with a ring. Never mind. <laughs> he might be, you know, twenty first century man. No, but he was very twenty first century man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. They really focused on the tucking this episode, which they didn't do in the first didn't episode. They? But I suppose that was because they want. Did they do the? Re- did they do a reveal here? No. No. Uh, I think that they did it at different stages. So in the first one, the the tucking bit, they talked about it in like the mini challenge, and yeah. this one they, they they did it in like when they were getting ready for the main challenge. So there was less involvement of the the like whatever Bob, Nina, and and Kim. That mini challenge. What did you reckon of that? <laughs> uh, that was just. <laughs> I mean, I think I, one thing that's consistent through all three episodes is we don't need the mini challenge. No, mm-hmm. totally not. And who? I, see, I don't. I know Love Connie was was on. Was it last season or the season before? I think it was last season eleven. Season. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just, I, I don't understand why Miss Man came yes, out. Yes, like from scary movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What? I, I didn't under. I, I didn't understand that that whole. Thing. I, I suppose like it was a throwback to the very funny like when they did the season six thing and you had like you know hmm. all of those people yeah yeah was, yeah the legs yeah gone. and th- that was good crack but it just it felt a bit weird I don't think I don't think we needed it um and the like pit crew re- revealing their bloomers yeah I, yeah. yeah and then Dustin won and I think it's just because he vogued and the same with Jordan winning the mini challenge in episode one because he vogued like is that literally all you need to do to win a mini challenge ah yeah giving them life with your caca boom like straight away <laughs> do you know what I mean 
in fairness, I thought Alex was taking it too seriously. Seriously, now she was living her blonde ambition oh, yeah. like one hundred percent, feeling herself in that wig. And Matt was just a lost cause when that wig <laughs> fell off. We know how Rue feels about wigs falling yeah. off. So, like, I, I, yeah, I just I I thought Justin won it because he he went. Like he didn't take himself serious. He just I was I was really into in, into his performance. I liked that he he was you're right. He wasn't taking it seriously, and the way he was like I, I was like playing with the pit crew's leg. I'm like whatever way, yeah. Like I was like he was oh yeah, yeah. He guitar played it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he yeah. did like the pull up thing with the face again. I thought that that was quite uh, that was quite funny. Do you think up until this point, I'd assumed that they were assigned the drag queen that they were going to get. But this week, it, it really felt like Dustin picked who he wanted and then, like, gave, the, like, randomly assigned the other ones. Oh, you th- you you thought previously, you know, they chose in adverted commas who they wanted? Yeah, I thought, like, previously it was kind of like, oh, you've won, so you get to assign the queens, which is that we've given you this list and you get to read it out. Because I, fi- okay. I, I figure that that's, I, I think that that's what happens on the main show. When someone wins a challenge like that, a lot of times it is not their choice. It's that they are... Sort of saying, you know, this, this is the pre-assigned order. You just get to read it out. I don't know if that's the case. Like, especially uh, in the main show. Because often they'll tell people who they're going with anyway. You know, sometimes. Like, for example, last week, you know, um, Lonnie Love was being, um, you know, well, Lily. and Like, they just told them those roles. They didn't get to pick them because they had assigned them. Mm-hmm. So I think they just assign when it's predetermined. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was, I thought his choices were good, actually, and they didn't, they were more in favour of the contestant, and he was being more shady to the drag queens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think he, like, like, you, like they all said, <laughs> you don't choose Nina for a roast. That, that was no, you don't, no. absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no. So he, he, I, he made a good strategic choice, I think, but like, you know, he chose with his heart, he wants to go with Nina. And I... Like, I enjoyed his and you had your favorite queen there. You might as well choose her, even if she was going to. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would totally. I enjoyed his little. It's it's not me. It's you. You're all lovely yeah. drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> I just love when yeah. he chose. I'll choose Nina West. Bob was like wrong <laughs> <laughs> straight away. And even Nina was like, "Oh, there's a choice." <laughs> Choices. Ross mentioned it later on in the episode, but when Matt Eisner walked into the the workroom, I did think. He looks like a bit of a douche. Yeah. Like, are we going to like him? And he does have that sort of really tall and broad and masculine and like kind of sarcastic and maybe sardonic approach to him. Um, So it was really nice to see him get so into it and like Mm -hmm. be like pursing and fluttering his eyebrows in the mirror when he was like in drag and stuff like that. It was (laughs) nice. Yeah. No, I thought I thought that I actually when when Ross said that later on, I was like, oh, actually, that's really right. Like he has that look of the kind of traditional kind of right-wing conservative man who's probably going to be super homophobic and really like macho and whatever but then for him just like a jock yeah totally yeah and and he obviously is in that world like that's obviously part of like what where he comes from so i think that's potentially going to be a really big moment for a lot of people who'd probably follow him as a comedian or who would watch like Mm -hmm. american ninja warrior that's gonna be like oh wow he did that and he's okay i think i think the goal is to try and open it up to more people but again Let's be real. Rue's just making a few coins on this as well on the side. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Alex went for Madam That Bitch. Dustin went for Rachel McAdams Apple. And Matt Eisman went for Betty Bordeaux. I was confused. Is it Bordeaux like the city in France? Or because they said something else like Bordeaux is really big. Or I can't remember what they said. I was confused. I just knew that Rue did not like that name. 
Straight yeah. off the bus. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I d- yeah. <laughs> I don't think Drew's been really loving or living for any of the names. Because even when um, mm-hmm. Dustin was listing off all his other Canadian-based puns, yeah, Rue uh, was like, oh, mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's... Mm. Those are choices you could make. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they weren't a great range of names. Although they haven't, I, I think there hasn't really been any names on the show that I'm kind of, I miss, miss I need a cocktail. I think that's yeah, probably, I like that. That, that's, that's probably my favourite. Yeah. Like, I don't think Alex let too much of himself out. He seemed quite shy. I didn't really connect with him. Like I kind of connect to the other two. Yeah, I was very surprised because of the persona mm. he played in Glee and the Glee project. I was just really shocked with him. And I didn't know if he was trying to take it too seriously. Um, yeah. But then even wasn't it when they were doing their, um, their untucked and he had no one there. Like I felt really sorry for him then as well. Poor Alex. That is sad. And you are right though. I was, I was sort of surprised that, um, that they didn't have a bigger personality. That's what I I was expecting. Kind of something more diva ish from them throughout the whole episode. Yeah, totally. How do we think everyone did in the roast? Who was the best for you? I was so surprised with the roast. I thought it was so good. Yeah, it was really good. I was worried everyone with was the run through with Alex. Yeah. Dustin was, I thought Dustin was brilliant. I was unsure how Betty would go. I thought they did an all good job. I do think Dustin was a clear winner because there was like a constant concept that went through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I think I had the most laughs to Betty personally. I, I, I agree. I think that, that Dustin was the like consistently the best. And then I think that um that Matt kind of had some very good laughs in there. And then Alex was was good, but seemed sort of, uh, I don't know, was questioning himself or was like a bit like wasn't quite as confident. Had a few funny lines and did get a few laughs. But I felt overall the both in the runway look and in this like there, there was a sort of a lack of um it's like it felt like a two-horse race to me between matt and and dustin yeah totally i'd agree oh uh, well i think uh, so for the, in the roast i definitely felt alex got the most canned laughter like like that laugh isn't from your joke it's from somebody else's joke that they've like edited in um but i think like she just had such a feminine attitude that she beat the other two guys who really sort of struggled in the walk especially Dustin had a proper clunky old man walk on that he couldn't really shake um so I definitely think Alex won the the runway oh for the actual runway yeah. no disagreed entirely okay she looked like Ronald McDonald well, I thought oh my her god makeup was Sorry, awesome. the makeup <laughs> the makeup do you know, I, and I know like there's the elephant in the room with other people doing the makeup mm. Bob did that makeup like Bob did that makeup <laughs> because that was a busted mug. Do you know what I mean? Like she turned around and I was, she wasn't happy with it. Like she's like, oh, no. Wow. <laughs> As someone who's like, Bob was like, oh, you need to show this off. It's like, show what? The dust? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you ever see somebody get, get like their face painted and like, the person who's done it has done a fucking shit job and no one can really say anything because it's on their face. You can't really offend anybody. That's what I kind of felt was going ah, on. Horrendous. I do think, because they said, I, I was, it was only when you had said, James, I think last week, that about Mayhem doing it. Um, I think it was Chanel did one of them in one. Nico, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely think Dustin was a Chanel. I thought... Matt's makeup was the best. So whoever we think is the best, I'd put on to Matt. I, d- I really liked Dustin's makeup. Um, like, I think that, that he has a very masculine face. So to be I able didn't realise how masculine feminine... it was. Yeah. No, I, I know. 
you just you don't you don't i think he's just such a cutesy character that maybe you forget yeah. the, i don't know you don't see you don't see the handsome jaw you just see the personality i did love <laughs> i loved his line no shade to jaw lines with no personality yeah that made me die i loved it yeah, yeah, I thought he looked kind of almost scary. Like, I think he should have, because those cheekbones are so pronounced, they should have, like, leaned into it and made him almost, like, Maleficent or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, like, on that extra mile. Yeah. But I just, I, I want to know who picked the outfits and wigs for them. Oh, because... my God. <laughs> I, I first, like, I, I don't think that any of them were amazing. No. But I just think that whoever picked the like red bunchy bodysuit with like a piece of fabric and the horrible yellow, oh, yellow wig. piss wig it was it just it, it was distracting i did i just didn't didn't think it was i don't know i i really didn't enjoy it i was like why did they why would they choose that for this person yeah, um i totally agree i also i don't think she was corseted it either who? That threw no, me off a no. little bit. She might have been, but I, it was just the boobs gave her that so a bit more of the like pushed her back yeah. again. Um, but I, I think probably of the three of them, my favorite was Dustin's look. I thought the blue was gorgeous. It looked, it was, it was a beautiful color, um, mm-hmm. and I liked the gray wig with it as well. Yeah. Um. So then the the lip sync. So I've been told in advance it was Celine Dion. Oh, it's all coming back to me, which is one of my favorite songs. Absolutely love it. Oh, don't know if I felt it came across as good as it could have on the, the, the runway for some reason. Very hard song to do on a runway with people who are not mm-hmm. like a, a queen. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like Alex was so serious because that's what the type of song mm. is. It's very emotive. It's a full on like jujubly, um black velvet. Like it's one of those songs yeah. that you just need. And the other two were just like two lads mucking about town do you know what I mean rolling <laughs> on the ground showing a leg yeah Matt took the totally wrong tone for the song and I think Dustin was trying to be more whatever classic with it but like mm-hmm. you need a death drop and the baby baby yeah oh 100% <laughs> or some like whopper reveal like that's what you need like you need to be you know a horse comes out from underneath your dress or something <laughs> like that. that's what you need for sleeve <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know I'm just I'm just bitter that they didn't do a little bit of Lexus I mean that's that's <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah that would have been excellent i i felt that alex had like a nuance in the performance yeah. and like there was even some funny bits where like there was like a hand head kind of shocked look that that i just thought was i like i think in the lip sync alex definitely was the most accomplished performer but the other two this is the first yeah. time that they were doing it so i was i was sort of impressed with how well they were able to do mm. Um, he's a Broadway queen so I would nearly come to expect that from him do you know what I mean yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. Um, I think when you think about the challenges like if you think of the roast if you think of um, the female presentation and you think of the lip sync uh, Alex and Matt had the biggest leg up coming to do with them because he's a comedian and, and you know he's a Alex is a singer so Justin had the underhand and I think he probably did the best I'd staying at their level I don't think he beat yeah, totally. either of them in their home territory but I think he did consistently well which probably yeah. it was the best for him I would say yeah yeah, yeah. do you agree yeah. with the the winners oh it's just PC isn't it do you know what yeah. I mean it's clear it's clear that Rue doesn't give a fook about what's yeah. going on it's just like sure i have this money let's spread it out <laughs> um 
yeah, I, I, I was surprised it was a three-way, particularly because it wasn't all, this is going to sound awful, but you, you know the way it's, it's all working, like as in, like Alex is keeping it within the family with um, the H- Hector, was it the Hector H- Foundation? Hendrick Martin Institute. Hen- H- yeah, H- mm-hmm. thank you. That foundation, so that was for like LGBTQ, whereas the other two weren't. But then Justin brought in the sideline about a third of the men have eating disorders. So that's opening up a whole mm. new, and then I suppose arthritis because Matt has, like I'm not saying they're yeah. not serious charities, but in the way Rue plays things generally, unless your wig is on, unless you know your family love you and you're out and proud to them all, you're not going to win or do you know what I mean? Or you're not going to stay yeah. in the, So I was surprised by it. Yeah. I I, I thought that um, the, the three of them had been stronger in different, in the different areas. So each of them had sort of won one of the, the segments. Um, so I kind of could understand that if they had the money in the bank and it is all going to charity and it doesn't really mean anything, they might as well. But yeah. I sort of felt that if it had been, I suppose, I would have felt it was more of a two horse race, as I said, between Dustin and Matt. And you probably just couldn't just not also give it to say, Alex. give it to Alex. Because yeah. is it is it ordinarily was it ordinarily thirty thousand that the charity yeah. got, and then this week it was twenty thousand each, which oh, obviously is sixty, yeah. Yeah, so like they would have given ten thousand to the other two as well. So that's only an extra ten grand that they need to find. I think if my math that's is right, right. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Keen. Um, I'm uh, Rachel but... Riley over here with the number. <laughs> <laughs> two from the top, four from the bottom. Is it uh, <laughs> Um But yeah, no, I, I I thought that as the episode stood overall they all had performed really strong in different parts of it, and that they had been quite fun to watch and it was my favorite episode of the season so far so i was happy that like the love was spread um evenly yeah share the love. The only thing i kind of had an issue with and i was like okay this is a charity episode i'll let it slip but with the double winners of all stars and then rue giving out two and three rue peter badges at a go for all for uk like is he getting more lenient in his old age because he was so strict in the past with only having one winner <laughs> and now he's like I've got all this fucking money from my fracking you have some you have some yeah <laughs> um, yeah no I think when it comes to the actual show I I would like them to tighten things up because I don't enjoy when it's like oh and you get a blue peter badge and you get a red peter can, badge yeah. and you're all winning and then and you're you're all lip syncing for your life well um, done for oh, turning up you get a badge <laughs> i'd rather <laughs> just the, the thing not kick somebody out in the first episode than have two winners yeah oh yeah totally yeah yeah the, it's actually funny because um a couple of years ago rue went on this mad rant about how he was like disgusted at modern youth culture because everyone expected to be getting a badge for just for turning up and now it basically that's what it has actually become it. is that everybody gets a badge just for turning up also very i, I sort of I, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the the roast bit uh how rue was like oh my god this is the hands down the funniest roast i've ever had in the show <laughs> And I was like, literally the night before, he was like, oh my God, you guys are my favorite yeah. six queens I've yeah. ever had on the show. And it's like, Rue is, maybe he is. He's going soft yeah. in his old age. <laughs> on the topic of all-stars though, um, I think that is a, even season one of Drag Race, it shows you that we're the one who don't know how to get things right first time. So like, I think we need to give this format a bit of a, a bit of time to sort of warm up. And if this season, if the, even if this episode is anything to go on, I think this format could have 
potential. Yeah, I think that there's potential with 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 this for for next season, and I think that you can tell that obviously they've got VH1 involved now, so like they're going to be bringing a bit more clout to us. I'd watch another season, even though I haven't been particularly impressed so far. Oh yeah, I this this episode done it for me, as in like this kind of got me going. Oh, I'll give it another chance, like if it happens again, and I think like the production is really good on us. Like, it's yeah. no drag you. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not crunchy. It's it's like an episode of RuPaul just in with not good talent sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, the next season of Secret Celebrity Drag Race, if it goes ahead, I'd like to see, like, themed episodes. Like, I'd love to get... Well, actually, I just want a Shit's Creek special. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Oh, my oh, God. Shit, yeah, yes. Totally. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I, I would I would be so there for a Shit's Creek special. It would be fantastic. Yeah. I'd like, I'd, I'd love Moira. We need Moira, David and Patrick maybe. Just like ridiculous, do you know what I mean? Oh, completely. And then the lip sync for your life could be oh my um, God. a little bit of Lexus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Paul, for, for joining us. Thanks Where can people me. go and find you? Where can people go and look at your beautiful, beautiful home? Uh, I'm on Insta, I suppose. Life at number two for everything cocktail and DIY. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, (laughs) you know, that's me. I feel we didn't really chat about Dustin much there at all. <laughs> not not as much as not as much as we should have. No, not as much as we should have. Um, but I think that we have all agreed that while it, we may not be gooped or gagged, yeah, um, by by Secret Celebrity Drag Race so far, we are intrigued uh, and we're, we're we're excited to see where it's going. And I, I have to say, when I, if I look at where I felt about it after the first episode to where I am now, I'm I'm pretty pretty invested pretty invested yeah it's it's quite a roller coaster yeah yeah because i think i i have i i was looking back i was messaging a friend as i was watching the first episode and within like the first five minutes i had said this show needs to be cancelled i can't believe i have to record a podcast about it and then i had some fairly fairly dodgy opinions around last week's episode as well but overall i'm actually i'm coming around to the idea that i'm in classic gay world way uh, I'm I'm enjoying it and I'm also bitching about it mercilessly. <laughs> what this episode has shown is with the interesting celebrities, it will work. As well, it'll just hinge around the talent. Same way the show hinges around the contestants as well. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So, um, yeah, more. I suppose I didn't watch Riverdale. I didn't watch any of the shows Nico Tortorella was on. So I suppose because I watched Shit's Creek, it was infinitely more interesting for me. So I'm hoping there'll be like some Parks and Rec characters, some. 30 rock characters you know yeah. love that going out on our Instagram is the Smackdown the Queen Sudden Death Drop it's been going on since last week <sighs> yeah I thought the tough challenges would be finished after week one they're getting more tough and tough like Latrice versus Ben de la Creme agonising Raj versus Trinity oh so tough no I know I have to say I, I felt the most sorry for poor Nina Flowers who went up against like I mean really probably like one of the top three queens in Drag Race history with Katya, and she is the first mm. person to go out with a single digit loss. And just like it's, and I have to say, like what's what's been really lovely is that we've been getting messages of people who are like actually torn about uh, <laughs> about the decisions they're having to make. I mean, I certainly know I've lost some friends over the fact that Miss Cracker went up against Blue Hydrangea. 
Um, you know, <laughs> I'm going to miss those people terribly in my lives, but... Got everyone, it's the randomizer's fault. Blame exactly, the blame the randomizer. That randomizer did us wrong, or did us, did us dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am still running the Fantasy League, even for the last week. Um, I'm going to have to change the format, obviously, after this week, but I will think of something. We probably won't do anything for the reunion, but... I'll definitely do something for the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as usual, pick your team of three. They'll get points. I don't think there's there's typically not a winner for this challenge, but we'll work something out anyway. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Bonus points. So the link for, the for that is in our bio on Instagram, which is at sissy.pod. You can also find us on Facebook at sissy.pod. But none of the fun games are happening yeah. there. But go and check us out anyway. Give us now a like. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Well, t- tell your mum to follow us on Facebook because you probably don't have a Facebook anymore for this. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're young, hip, and cool. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not like. You're like Keen. You're not like James. Hey, I'm on Facebook. I'm going to spread some fake news. <laughs> Everybody say, "Oh." <laughs> okay, we'll be back on Saturday with another episode. We will talk to you then. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.